Hello there, and welcome. My name is Jason Millwood, and you are listening to Plugged into Virta, the electric vehicle charging podcast. The future of mobility is electric. In this podcast, we'll discuss about the newest and hottest topics in the world of e-mobility, smart EV charging, energy management, and the business around it. We'll go under the surface and discuss openly about the challenges, opportunities, solutions, and trends. We'll give you honest, fact-based information and tell you what it means in practice in plain English. So, if you want to hear insights from top experts, learn more about the world of EV charging and the future outlook, or just want to listen to some inspiring stories from around the world of EV charging, this podcast is for you. So, in this episode, we're going to talk about real estate and how to future-proof real estate business. My guests today are Ilka Koisti and Marty Sepunas. The property sector has a unique chance to help build a fossil-free future by capitalizing on the EV charging business, a smart grid, smart buildings, and smart charging. Together, this powerful trio creates a system that enables the real estate sector and investors to provide resiliency to the electric power system, future-proof their premises to carbon-neutral legislation, and create a new revenue stream. So, guys, before we dive into today's subject and talk about the challenges of real estate sector and how electric mobility can help to solve them, could you maybe introduce yourselves and tell us a bit about uh, what you what you're up to? Thank you, Jason. Uh, yes, my name is Ilka Koisti. I'm coming from Liigen Virta, working with the business development and the definitely real estate and their sustainability and carbon neutrality requirements are close to my heart. And uh, yeah, part of our company solution is actually for that exact business in real estate. Make them more carbon neutral and sustainable. Marty. Yeah, hi, thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Marty Savenius. Uh, I'm a real estate investor and operating partner for institutional private equity real estate investors and most recently was a COO of a Blackstone portfolio company. Okay, guys. Well, thank you for joining us today. So let's set the scene first. Uh, what's happening in the real estate sector and what are the biggest challenges? What are the requirements? Well, I think today in uh, what real estate is going through in the, I think the biggest thing theme is definitely the COVID and how COVID is impacting real estate, particularly real estate income. I think office space requires lots of modification. How do people work? There's been a lot of work from home and that's going to be modified and it's yet unknown to what extent will it be modified. Uh, retail is undergoing massive disruption. Uh, people don't necessarily want to go to the shopping centers. We saw very um, dramatic shutdowns of shopping centers in North America last uh, last year. Westfield and uh, Simon closed their malls, which is, I think, uh, pretty dramatic. Um, we're seeing logistics coming up a lot in supporting online retail. So there's a big disruption going on, and I think going forward, Uh, the key thing is that how do you get people to the real estate and how do you get them to use the real estate? And I, But I think EV, um, EV has uh, interesting perspectives to that. This uh, electrification of traffic is uh, cars, when they're parked, need to be charged. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a new requirement which will be essential for um, uh, protecting the income Uh, whether that's offices or creating traffic for retail uh, retail assets. Okay. Yeah, I've, <clears throat> based on my latest latest discussions with the real estate investors and developers as well, uh, they seem to have a big hurry 
to increase some other type of investments, for example, logistics centers, and of course, uh, real estates as, as uh, where people are living. And of course, as Marty mentioned, uh, the, the shopping malls, they have uh, some challenges time at the moment. But as we see, um, uh, there's also a lot of renovations and, and converting the buildings to some other purposes. And then it's a perfect time as well to invest for this uh, traffic electrification and local energy storages and local energy production, because that, of course, uh, increases the value of the building, but also lowers the emissions so towards carbon neutrality, which is definitely a hot topic in the in the society at the moment. Okay. Um, and how about the e-mobility sector? What's the future outlook there for in general? Well, uh, yeah, as we see every day in the news and papers and online tabloids, there's a lot of discussion about the emissions in overall. And of course, new car models are coming. They are fancy and they are looking nice. And even more, they're getting cheaper as well. So there's also for uh, lower budget models available that increases uh, request and demand for the car uh, that can actually reach those electric charging stations and can utilize the local energy production and storages as well. So definitely the ice hockey curve is, is there happening right now. Okay. Ilka, you said that the property sector has a unique chance to help build a fossil-free future by capitalizing on the EV charging business. So what does that mean? What does e-mobility have to do with real estate and how the electrification of mobility will uh, affect the real estate industry within the next three to five years? Yes. Um, what I have, again, learned from the discussion with the real estate developers and investors that they have been using a lot of uh, budget and, and euros and US dollars towards the sustainability and carbon neutrality. And they have been exactly spending that money. Now, uh, with our solutions and related to the local energy production and also consumption, we can actually turn that uh, spend also revenue streams. So there's now a new opportunity to start making money or let's say revenue streams and profit at the end from the local energy production and electrification of the transportation in, in those real estate properties. So that is a quite unique proposition. So sustainability is not only a cost, it can also be a revenue stream. That is something that has changed and is changing towards that even more profitable and shorter return of the investment as well. Can you tell me a bit about smart EV charging and smart energy management? Could you just explain a bit more what that actually means uh, for the layman? Sure. Um, basically, as it's today, if you install one EV charging station into your property, it's not a challenge because there's enough power available from the building to, to charge that car. But when you're increasing that one to 10 to 15, 20, 50, or even hundreds of charging stations at the same location, same property, there's not enough power. Okay. So that's why um, we have built a solution that enables you to control the load of those charging stations. You can prioritize the charging. You can um, control the energy levels of those chargers. And if you have already a photovoltaic available, windmills available, you can utilize that local energy towards those electric cars as well. On top of that, now uh, it's getting technology is, is basically ready already and we are doing that every day. Uh, you can have a bi-directional charging. So basically you can push the energy towards the batteries when you have a lot of photovoltaics, a wind available, but also when the wind and sun is not shining, you can actually take away the, uh, the 
back to the building, the energy, what you have stored to the electric vehicles, batteries. Plus, it's coming more, let's say, uh, interesting to utilize also local energy storages, so local stationary batteries, which are basically reused uh, EV charging batteries. So instead of having like a central capacitor, you've just got essentially millions of small capacitors in people's vehicles exactly, to exactly. Uh, go both ways to help the national grid provide power to everyone else and then back and forth and just... You're absolutely, Jason, you're yeah. correct. So distributed energy production is coming more and more available. But if you have a distributed energy production, you need also balancing capabilities. And these electric vehicles and local energy storages on those real estates will be one key asset for that business. Could you break down what the main benefits of smart charging are for the real estate sector? Well, um, one of the biggest and quickest benefits is actually you can, let's say, you can uh, make the tenants happy because you have electric vehicle charging capabilities on your building. So that's the first thing. So you can keep your uh, investments and their return of investment and noise uh, quite savvy because you can have those customers coming into your properties, of course. The second thing is that you can save a lot of cost by smart charging because you don't need to right away invest for the bigger main supply uh, fuses because you can control the uh, charging smartly as well. And then, of course, if you invest more a little bit for the photovoltaics and local energy storages, you can be a big part of the energy balancing into those um, grid networks, which gives you a possibility, again, uh, make some revenues from this investment. And of course, the main thing for, for most of the investors, they are looking for carbon neutrality. So they require, they, they say that it's a demand that you need to prove that your building is not that brown anymore, it's getting more green. And you need to prove how much emissions you have saved by this transmission um, electrification or local energy production and consumption as well. So it's very, very critical that you can show that values, real KPIs that are really happening in the building online, what's happening today, what has happened yesterday, last month, last quarter, and so on. And you have evidence for that every time when you want. Okay. And what does the future look like, guys? Is it, are we going to save the planet? Well, I think uh, it's been surprising how uh, dramatically the traffic has kind of frog-leaped uh, into uh, uh, hybrid and electric vehicles. And I think that's uh, kind of cascading the, the change, that the change is coming really fast. And I would say in the next five uh, to 10 years, we're going to see a dramatic shift how buildings are become smarter, uh, will become smarter. There's been a lot of talk about smart buildings, uh, but I think this is one of the key ways, this energy management, to make building smart and support the decarbonization of traffic, support sustainable energy produ production like Ilka alluded to, the photovoltaics and, and, and wind uh, to kind of balance the peaks in the grid. So uh, I, yes, we are going to save the world. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, you can certainly see with how fast Vieta itself is growing, it's ex almost rocket exponential growth. So Let's exactly. Let's hope we can save the planet, guys. Yes. And do you have anything to add to that, Ilka? Yes, definitely. Um, the idea behind the sustainability and, and smart charging and smart energy management is actually it will not save the whole carbon neutrality problem or challenge or opportunity, actually, on those properties, but it will be a major part of that story. So 
with the solution that you're investing for that, uh, let's say, sustainability EV and smart charging is giving you that the tenants will stay at your buildings. Um, you can actually keep the rental levels in a certain level because you are attractive as a, as a property owner. But also, instead of only investing, it gives you opportunity to sell energy towards those electric vehicles. And, and, and that gives you a new revenue stream. Plus, you can actually be part of the energy balancing market, which will give you even more revenue stream at the same time. So it's quite complicated, but that's why we have thought about to make it automated as a, as a solution that you don't need to care as an individual. So the solution is taking care of this complex energy balancing, energy pricing, which direction the energy will flow in every day, every minute. And that is a service what we have provided. And that will give more, let's say, green value for the property owners and business, uh, property invest, investors as well. But I guess at the same time, the, the individual user can also feel that like they're, they're contributing a little bit to... Uh, exactly. To they have a clean mind. Yeah. Good. And, and maybe I've, uh, add to that that... Uh, um, as Jason, you mentioned that rather than having a centralized um, uh, system, uh, the the uh, electrical vehicles are kind of a decentralized, and all these buildings are decentralized, and you need to manage it. And that's where Virta is really cutting edge, that they're able to manage the granularity of these various uh, electricity streams both ways and also across different markets with a integrated uh, um, software platform. So, so managing all this is also at the, at the heart of it, and I think Virta is doing a great job at it. Thank you, Mart. Okay, thank you, guys. Thanks, Jason. And that's it for this episode of Plugged Into Virta, the electric vehicle charging podcast. Thank you for listening. If you liked this podcast, don't forget to follow and subscribe, and please share it to your colleagues and friends. We appreciate all your feedback, reviews, and ratings too. You can connect with us on LinkedIn at Virta Limited. And if you're looking for more information about EV charging, e-mobility, and energy management, visit us at virta.global. Until next time, thank you for joining us. Let's take charge of the future together.